0: One of the joys to me is doing an event like this with my dear friend Laura again. Um, We get to do big church together, but our days um, together in ministry started at women's events and women's retreats doing this together, so it's super fun to worship with Laura in this place. It's been a great—it hasn't even been 24 hours since we got together last night. I don't even know what to call it. It's not a weekend, but it's longer than a day, but it's been a great refresh, it's been refreshing. And what we want to do right now is just take some time to hear from you what it is that you caught over the last few seminars. What what did God speak to you? What did it remind like? Where did, where did what we just heard and learned from intersect with your life and what God has been doing in a way that you'd be willing to share with us? So a couple of reminders as we um, walk the microphone around. One is I wish that this was you and I over coffee and you had a half an hour to tell me everything God just did, but I don't. As a group, we probably have time for like four or five sentences or a short story of what it is that God is doing. And um, please remember as you share that um, we try to be really careful about sharing our story. So if what God is doing in you is as a result of something he's doing in someone else, um, remember to share the part that's yours and be careful not to share the part that's somebody else's story to tell. Does that make sense? So I don't want to put so many cautions on that nobody shares, but just a couple of reminders. So the floor is open. I will make the question more specific if it is difficult to answer this one. But basically it is, what's God been telling you in the last day or two? And is there something you'd share with us? So, and Nicole has a microphone. She will bring it to you um, so that we can all hear you.
1: I'll get it out of the way right now. Um, Thank you. Uh,
2: that I'm on the right path. That I am on the right path.
0: Yeah, that is a good confirmation. Thanks. Someone else.
1: That the conversation that he started with me began in the very beginning when he said, let there be light.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that he had you in his mind from the very beginning. Yeah. We're making the get her work out.
1: This, this is why I work out. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't mind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that God has been confirming how valuable I am to him. Yeah, yeah. Those are good confirmations, friends.
2: Um, I have to get my notes out. <laughs> I needed to verbalize to myself that I am afraid of what I'll lose
3: Um, by giving up my hurt and pain. His plans are different than mine,
0: even though I know they're better. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Thank you, Trudy. Thank you yeah afraid of what i'll lose recognizing his plans it's it's important to name that and walk in that thank you um that jesus and his disciples um
3: still okay oh sorry it was abbreviated here but that they that they still needed to have rest hmm. so um do i really think that i'm greater <laughs> And, him. and then running through um, life on fumes is okay for me. Um, but also realizing that, um, that soul care for me can be dancing. Hmm. You know, realizing that, um, that that thing that just lights me up and when people see me, they're like, y- you have this like glow while you're out there. Um, that, that is
1: yeah. taking
0: care of myself. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You know, I poked my head in on that seminar. And just at the time when Kara was saying, he makes me lie down by green pastures. It's not actually an invitation, maybe lay down by green pastures. No, you need rest. It's why he made Sabbath. So I I enjoyed, I appreciated the passion that Kara was teaching that seminar. Yep, I see that hand, Tina. She's on her way to you. And yep, thank you. I think it's um, giving me permission Uh,
1: you know, I may be interested in such things as essential oils. Uh, I don't feel guilty about, you know, that interest, but it's giving me permission, uh, to explore this stuff, uh, and not necessarily throw it away because it may be from, you know, it may all that craziness associated with it. Yeah.
0: So that God's call might be your personal business and not just, not just brush it away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks, Tina. Someone else.
2: Probably a few years ago, I was laying on the floor and just hearing God say, turn your face to the side and you can breathe and it will be okay. And today it was just really awesome to say, I don't have to have my arms crossed, but just to throw them up. And this has just been a journey of just freedom to say, I have more for you. And I think it's great. So throw your arms up.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Thank you, Lori. The journeys that we are on change from season to season, don't they? Sometimes we have markers in our life where we can look back and go from that moment to this moment to this moment. There's transformation and there's healing. I love you. There's freedom. Walking with our arms open wide is a really courageous and beautiful and important thing. And yet, there are seasons when it is difficult to do that. Someone else.
3: For me, I think it's more of an appreciation to all the speakers and everything who have brought forth the classes because uh, sometimes I think we struggle with feeling our own worth, feeling our own value, and sometimes comparing ourselves to everybody else and recognizing that we truly are all human with issues (laughs) (laughs) and navigating those and, and actually
0: finding relationships with people dynamically and being able to share that openly. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's one of the beauties of this event. And I mentioned it last night, and it has, a different, it has a different twist to it this morning, and that's this. When we have presentations from a number of different voices and personalities, it gives permission to the number of different ways that we personally respond to God and the different things that we have to bring. One of my favorite things when we get together as women is when we can affirm it doesn't have to look the way it looks for someone else it gets to look the way that God created you. And for too long as a church, we have put a prescription on what following God is supposed to look like and what serving him is supposed to look like and what outreach is supposed to look like. And so when we begin talking about getting beyond where we've been before and and with our arms open wide, embracing the place that God has us right now, we get to see such a broader view and, and the box is just not as small as we think it is. And it's just such a beautiful thing to see those aha moments happening as we hear from different voices. And it reflects back to us that we get to be different too, whether that's the way that we hear from God or the way that we pray. I got to sit in on the, um, the panel discussion for a while today. It just reminds me of how energized I get when we, not just as women, but as humans, begin to recognize how God wired us individually to connect with and serve and build his kingdom, it's just such a powerful and beautiful thing. So I'm going off and it's your sharing time. Who else? Back in the back.
1: My aha moment came through worship, actually. And I don't know about you guys, but Oceans, the worship song... It gets me, it's connected to the DRC for me um, over in Africa, and I've always kind of sang it with, like, a, I need to go there, like, that's where my trust is without borders, and that's where I'm supposed to go, and um, today during worship, God just gently reminded me that sometimes going beyond is actually staying right where we're at. It's not always going out and beyond. Sometimes beyond is, like, right here where we are, and so, Laura, I just appreciate you being obedient and leading us in worship. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So it's possible that when she started that song, I might have mouthed to her, I hate you. She's a really good friend. It's okay, guys. Um, but, but then she sang it, and then the Holy Spirit was so gentle, and so I told her afterwards, I'm sorry I said I hate you. I actually love you. So it's all good, guys. We're You good. actually
0: told her that you hated her while she was still up here? It's true. <laughs> Remind me to not she's... make eye contact with you when I'm preaching.
1: <laughs> she's, she's really good at multitasking, guys. And if you notice, then she, a little later, she had said like, and maybe some of you can't actually sing this right now and we'll just sing it over you. So, that's right.
2: <laughs> this may be hard for me to do. I'm in this place where, Becky did this quote by Richard Rohr's last night, and it's where you can't control it, you can't fix it, and I don't understand it. Sorry. I told myself I wasn't going to cry. Be real. It's okay. Go. It's okay. But the other thing I heard was, let God fill you up, because only God can fill this hole. Only God can fix it. And I know he will in his timing and his way. I want my way and I have to surrender, and it's so stinking, stinking hard. Thanks for sharing.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah. Isn't it good to hear where God is meeting each other? It's an important piece of this process.
3: So, when I did Becky's class this morning, I have to go home and spring clean because um, it's time to make more space for God. So, that's what i got to do.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Anyone else? A way that the truth of this refresh has intersected with your life. Um, I went to Allison's
3: class on listening, which was just really special. And um, God just really spoke to me. A couple things that I wrote down. This this may not fit for everybody, but um, maybe for some of you. It was really helpful to me. So I was talking to him about the suffering in my life. And um, he said you would understand if you could see the big picture and how it's all going to turn out. And I said, well, could you let me see a little more of the big picture? (laughs) (laughs) And his answer was, it's not for you to see, my darling. That's where the trusting comes in. Mm. And that was really special. And then there was was one other one. Um, So I was saying, um, why do you let us suffer so much if you love us so much? And he said, um, I just do enough to keep you going, but not so much that you lose your reward.
0: For being faithful.
3: You know, for be, our reward for being faithful to him.
0: Yeah. That's good. It's not for you to know, my darling. That's where the trust comes in. I would be willing to guess that many of us are walking paths where that is an important word right now. We didn't come to refresh and, and get answers to all of our questions. But hopefully we got refreshed to lean back into God with trust to walk, knowing, oh, he does see me. He gave me this little nugget and this little bit. He does see me, and I can keep going. Yeah. Someone else. I'm not going to belabor this, but if your heart is pounding, that's the Holy Spirit, and you might wonder, well, why do they need to hear my thing? And here's the deal. When we share our stories with each other, God's spirit moves in different ways, and it may be that the thing that he's told you and your heart is pounding about sharing is the thing that somebody else needs to hear from this event, and they haven't heard it yet. So that is not meant to be pressure. At women's ministries, we always can pass, but I just want a little coaching here that if you get in a place like this with sharing and you wonder why your heart beats out of your chest, it's because the thing that you need to share is something somebody needs to hear. So having said that, I'm going to give the long, awkward pause before we're all done. There's two. So one behind you and then. Okay, you first.
1: I um had discussed with he how I thought that my music ministry had stopped because of sin yeah. in my life. And what you shared that's not true. Right. So I have faith that it will come back. Yeah. That's it.
0: That's big sin. Sin has consequences and requires repentance, but it does not disqualify us from the work of God. That's his grace. Karen.
3: I just felt like more than any other refresh, every seminar that I went to had something that really spoke to me. And I felt like it was like in the right order. And it just and I felt like, you know. I was sitting there online picking. Okay, I think I'll go to this, and I think I'll go to this, and it was like God saying, "I was leading you. I was for what you needed to hear when you needed to hear it," which is just so awesome. And then during worship, the last seminar that we went to was the listening. It was Allison? And we were, during worship, I just felt like God was saying, "I'm listening to you." It was just so precious.
0: And He's loving us by listening to us. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Nicole, thank you for taking the mic. I want to wrap up with a few thoughts. And then um, I believe after me, we're going to have a little more worship. And then Rachel's going to give us the announcements to finish up. So that's what we're doing here at the last bit. One thing, just a reminder that the basket is out on the table for our Women's Ministry Project. Put your name in there if you want to get updates on how that's going, and um, money in there if you wanted to do that but hadn't remembered yet. We appreciate partnering with you. Love what a generous Church Salem Alliance is, and we're excited to see what we can do in that house to make it a welcoming and, and warm space. If you had a hard time choosing seminars and you're like, oh, I really wish I could have heard that one, but I had to choose and I choose this one. And I love this one too. We will podcast the majority of the seminars on the Alliance webpage. So if you go to Salem Alliance and Women's Ministries, give us a few weeks to do the editing and figure it out. Maybe give us a month because retreat isn't even up yet. This is something that we are slow at, we being me. Um, but we do try to get the teachings up online. And if you check that out, we actually have the teachings from retreats in years past and the gathering, if you missed that, and other refresh that we've done. You can kind of peruse that in here, teaching from several years back. Um, But if you want to hear one of those on this women's ministry page of the Salem Alliance webpage, you can find a link to podcasts and you can hear the ones you didn't get to hear. So my daughter was at an event today called Oregon Battle of the Books. How many of you have heard of Oregon Battle of the Books? Okay, so for those of you who haven't, at the elementary school level, they've got third, fourth, fifth, and now she's graduated to their sixth, seventh, eighth, and they actually have a high school division. There's a group of people who run an event called the Battle of the Books. They put together every year a list of 16 books that they think are appropriate reading for that age group. Students who want to compete read all 16 books. They form a team of four or five kids and then they go and they compete against others at the battle of the books. So they sit down head to head, group of four here, group of four here. They get a question and they have to answer it based on the books that they've read. If they get it right, they get their points. If they get it wrong, this group gets a chance to, this group gets a chance to answer it. And this is what my daughter was doing today. She was down in Philomath at the Oregon battle of the books with her little 6th, 7th and 8th grade team. And because she was there today, I was just thinking about, I was texting with some other parents, how are they doing? How's it going? And I was reminding about being there in years past and seeing how it works. And these kids work so hard the list begins comes out in the spring and abigail read half the books during the summer before she even got to school because she wanted to be able to make the team at her school and so in her classroom whoever's read the books first gets to be on the team and they just anyway so she's reading these books and they're working hard and once they finish reading all the books they go back and they read them again And once they finish reading them, I checked out audio books for her so that she could listen to them. And then they decide on their team who's the specialist on which book. So between the four of them, they each get four books that are their specialist. And they've got to know that book backwards and forwards so that they know the answers to that book. And these kids work hard at really knowing what's in these books. This is our book. And it's not just for a battle one day it's for the battle of life. Our battle is not against flesh and blood. If you are in conflict at work or in your marriage or with your children or with your parents or with a neighbor, your battle is not against that person. Your battle is against the powers and the principalities of this dark world. And the weapons of our warfare are not the same as the weapons of this world. They are found in here and they are the Holy Spirit. This is our book. Discipleship is our practice. The Holy Spirit is our guide. And what we've been doing for refresh is we have been studying. We have been rereading parts of the book. We have been listening to the people who've become specialists on part. And we've been saying, Hey, you've really leaned into this. Teach us on this. This is what being the body of Christ is about is that we are part of a battle. And sometimes that battle is inside us. It's in our, it's in our doubt and our insecurity about our identity. Sometimes that battle is outside us in things that we can't control like health issues or a loss of job or a conflict with somebody else. Sometimes that battle is on a global level, like the things that we see around our nation and around the world that are just so horrifying and we don't know what to do with them. But unless we know this book and unless we know its author and unless we know the Holy Spirit that he left with us, we do not have the weapons we will need to fight the battles that are ours. And we will find ourselves curled up in a ball somewhere simply in protection because we don't have the tools we need to live with our arms open wide to the world that God has given us. So friends, remember that this is what you need to know. Showing up here, that was a piece of the puzzle. Rehearsing what you've already learned with others, that helps cement things in and send your roots deep. This is not a legalistic, make sure you read your Bible every day. This is a passionate plea that in order to be followers of God in this broken world, we need to take this book as seriously as my sixth grade daughter takes one of the ones that she was the specialist on and continue to lean into every opportunity to be students of this word Students of the Holy Spirit, students of others who have spent time leaning in and pressing in and have an area where God has been giving them passion and insight, and so they're teaching on it. Let us be people who continue to rehearse, who continue to tell each other stories of God's transforming work so that we can be reminded that he is trustworthy even when it doesn't look like it. That we can be reminded that when he has the bigger picture in mind, you and I might not see it, but we're still called to trust. In pain, is there maybe a purpose? In calling and confusion, is there, is there maybe a way forward? In soul care, when we're just totally spent, is there maybe a way to find rest? In distraction, might we find space? In learning to listen, might we communicate his love? We are to be students of him and his kingdom, and we do that in community. And showing up is what you needed to do this weekend. Well done. Thank you. As you go from here, reread your notes. If there was a seminar that you were like, that, that, showed me a different way of thinking that I think could impact my life. Pull those notes out. Pull up the podcast. Listen to it another time. Rehearse it. Don't let it fall to the ground. Recognize that this is not just a skate through life, but this is a battle. And the enemy has your soul in his target. And we need to be diligent to walk in his ways. And as we do that, and I was thinking about what words to end with and how to leave this time, I began to look at at, um, Paul's benedictions of his letters because I was looking for one in particular, which I did eventually find. Every letter that Paul ended was some variation of may the grace of God be with your spirit over and over and over again. And I suspect it is because that is what we need We need God's grace to be with our spirit so that we can walk with arms open wide. And so here it is in 2 Corinthians, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
2: Ladies, thank you so much for coming. We are so glad that you were here um would you uh if you were on retreat or setup team would you just stand up would you ladies help me thank them for all the hard work they put into this thank you and then if you were one of the speakers would you stand up please thank you so much we were so grateful to hear from you thank you Uh, Just a couple reminders, Uh, if you could drop your clipboards off at the table out here on your way out, Um, there's also the basket right next to it for the Mission House uh, for either donation or to write down um, your information, and uh, let's see, other than that, I am getting hungry, I don't know if any of you guys are hungry for lunch, but um, if you met a fun friend and... Don't forget the turning in the clipboards. Yes, thank you. Um, if you met a fun friend uh, or just want to make a new friend on your way out and grab some lunch together, um, I love hearing stories of people getting together and connecting while you're here um, or grab a phone number or even if it feels awkward, um, if you met someone, go ahead and grab a number and uh, we would love to encourage you to continue to um, pursue each other, pursue what the Lord taught you throughout the weekend. And, I'm so sorry. Oh, thank you, Laura, for leading worship. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But thank you again for coming. We are glad that you're here and have a wonderful afternoon.